Yo, what the fuck is good? It's your boy. I'm out here with my best friend Desiree. Shout out Des, what is good? What's up? How you feeling? Good. Ready to fucking smoke and talk about this fucking Mary Jane. Baby. So today we are coming to you live during a Venus retrograde, prepping for this Mercury retrograde. And we want to talk about all things weed. We want to talk about our favorite strains, what we like to smoke out of, how we like to smoke, our favorite memory smoking. And I thought, what better way to talk about weed than to just sesh with y'all and invite you guys to smoke with us and see what it's like to be in our sesh and be in our circle. We have a blunt rolled, a beautiful Dutch rolled by Desiree, you know bars out here we're not smoking bars. no texas toothpicks okay nothing but Bruh. cannolis I don't <laughs> <laughs> yo i don't know what y'all be smoking in texas but it ain't the same as this cali blunt okay you know what i'm saying so if you don't have your supplies with you please please pause this take a second go get what you need whether it's a joint a blunt a bong a pipe dab rig we're also going to be talking about dabbing and des is going to give us a vocal verbal introduction into the dab world for those who seem to be a bit terrified of the idea of a rig and a torch kind of like myself <laughs> um let's get into it yo let's spark this blunt up oh yeah let's go Fuck. so earlier last week desiree and i asked my instagram followers by the way if you don't follow me on instagram Go follow your boy at Cameron Cazares. Des, what's your handle? Smells loud underscore capital <laughs> S. <laughs> Go follow us. Last week, we asked our followers via my story what questions they had for us that were re weed related. And one of the first questions was from my homegirl, Liz. <laughs> shout out, Liz. Yo, shout out, South Dakota fam. I love you so much. So, so much. Her question was, what are our favorite movies to watch while high? Des? Oh, um, yeah. Here we go. You already know. We got to hit some burlesque. Bitch. Burlesque is a go-to high, drunk, sober, at a party, alone. Burlesque is everything, okay? And the fact that Christina Aguilera is a Sagittarius, and Des is a Sag, and Cher is a motherfucking Taurus, and obviously I'm a Taurus, bitch. You know we be having our moment <laughs> watching the fucking movie. Uh, yo, another thing that Des and I like to watch while we're high are food and travel shows. One of the latest food shows that we've been watching is called Fuck That's Delicious. Bruh, Des yeah. introduced me to the show. I had never <laughs> seen it until she showed me. Can you talk about it a little bit? Yeah, so it's basically like this traveling food show with the rapper Action Bronson, and he basically brings all of his rap group with him, his freaking um, scallywags, you know what you know. <laughs> shout out, shout out Alchemist. The shout Scorpio. Out, yeah, Scorpio. Sheesh. Shout out fucking Mayhem Loren. The shout Taurus. out Body. Shout out Action, you already know. Fucking Big Body. Yeah. Is a Virgo. Can you believe yeah. that? The, the, the squad is so funny on that show because they have a Taurus, they have a Sag. And listen, the Taurus and Sag are always the ones eating the food. And y'all know I'd be exploring this world with Desiree and we'd oh, just yeah. be eating all the time. It's so funny. Yeah. 
Yeah, because action is actually culinary experienced. So he goes around on tour and hits these different spots while he's on tour. So and he goes to restaurants where they know his music and they are fans of him. So it's like a great like interaction between oh, two yeah. different um, worlds. Yeah, coming yeah. together. That's beautiful. Because music and food go together. And <laughs> weed. They be smoking weed in the whole thing. You already know. It's on Vice. Shout out Vice. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Fact. Shout out Vice, bruh. Woo. <coughs> this coughing reminds me. Stay hydrated, fam. If you need to go grab a water, make sure we're staying hydrated, drinking our water throughout <coughs> our smoke sesh. You never want to get dehydrated, baby. It is not a good feeling. You will pass out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another one of our favorite movies to watch while smoking or while high. Okay, bitch. Let's go through some TV shows first because it's not always a movie moment, you mm-hmm. know? Movies are more for like a a special occasion, I suppose. But on a regular, I find myself watching more TV shows, especially reality shows. I'm such a whore for reality shows. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Bling Empire, the the vibes on there. Okay, I love all of them. But one of my favorites is America's Next Top Model, bitch. Mm-hmm. Tyra Banks is a Sagittarius. Again, all these Sag placements everywhere pick me tyra pick me <laughs> bro i'm we, out here <laughs> we be practicing with tyra okay she'd be giving all the neck tips you never want to take a selfie with your neck mm-hmm. too too short too tight in you want to extend baby point your chin towards the camera lean it towards the camera i've always been obsessed with america's next time model too mm-hmm. even when i was a kid and it was like airing live fuck that's always been Oh, I love that show. Even when I had a dance team, I would make my auditioners catwalk to the theme song. Because if you can't catwalk, bitch, especially to the America's Next Top Model theme song, oh, you got to be on a different team. Okay. Our favorite animes. Des, this is all Shit. you, baby. All right. Here we go. Let's see. I've had Cameron watch Naruto, mm-hmm. Demon Slayer, Black Banger. Clover, Sword Art Online. Banger. Bleach. Hunter times Hunter, you already know. Attack on Titan. Jesus Christ, the list goes on and on. If you like, if you like raunchy, y'all, Plunderer, Plunderer. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Mm. And I think out of all of those, the one that emotionally fucked me up the most, dare I say it, was Demon Slayer. Oh my gosh, I just fell in love with the characters so fast. The story is so. Uh, it fucking hits. They literally mm-hmm. rip your heart out in the first episode. And it's just so... Uh, how uh, how can you not be invested after mm-hmm. that? Yeah, mm. we were just talking about Japanese, like, animes and stuff. Just tragic love. Tragic. And the, the way they depict tragedy and love, it's just so powerful and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, I think uh, Des was saying that Japanese culture is one of the most beautiful cultures Romantic in cultures. Yes. Uh, and it's so valid. Uh, just... Mm-hmm. Cherry blossoms everywhere, baby, please. Yes. Mm, in terms of funny, high, weed-related movies, I think we have a nice list going on here. Recently, we watched Friday After Next. That was the Christmas special with Ice Cube. Right? Yeah, well, yeah, Ice Cube. Yeah, that one was pretty fucking funny. That one has me fucked up. Ice Cube is just such a fucking icon. Uh, even in 21 Jump Street, it was such a pleasure to see him... <laughs> In that space, fucking around with those fools, even though it wasn't in the same context, I still appreciated his presence. 
What else we'd be watching? Uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. That's Whoa. some funny shit. And I think the humor in those types of movies, I am someone who, for a majority of my life, I don't think I found things of sexual nature funny. Like, jokes like that, I thought of them as more crude. Um, but the humor in these movies, it, it, I feel like it almost teaches you how to make light of such intense things you know it's it's funny at the end of the day like you should be able to laugh at things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i appreciate those movies for that and then plus being high on them like come on you're it, yeah. it, it's inevitable to laugh your ass off uh let's see let's pull up those questions do you have um oh yes. oh but you're on youtube here so while we pull up the questions Boom. Hey, I hope you are all doing amazing, staying safe, staying healthy, choosing to be active and be movement oriented, getting that yoga in, getting the meditations in, especially during these retrogrades where you've got to kind of rethink what your strategies have been and what you want to be investing your time in. Mm. Just know that I am always praying for you guys every morning. Y'all have heard me say this before on my Instagram lives. As soon as I get in the shower, one of the first things I say is, thank you God for cleansing me. Please send purity to everyone that I know, everyone that I come across, all my family, all my friends, all my loved ones. Of course you got to. Back to the questions, baby. Liz also asks, why do you think some people can't handle being high? on weed well everyone is different and everyone um pro i can't even think right now responds differently yeah everyone responds different everyone reacts differently to thc there we go there's a word i'm looking for um and it's kind of like being lactose intolerant if your body can't process thc right you're gonna get sick and you're gonna get like those paranoid feelings and stuff like that like it just doesn't work with your body um so and then there's people that really enjoy weed and it really works with them so yeah it's all about finding what works for you because yeah thc is not for everybody facts mm -hmm. my my take on it would be that I think some people get really uncomfortable when they lose control of their <coughs> body, lose control of their senses, uh, which is, I think, what prevents people from really diving into psychedelics. Just the idea of not having complete control, you know, mm -hmm. it seriously terrifies some people. Yeah. So. And like I said, some people can't physically, like their body can't process it correctly. Like my friend, she had to lay off THE. She used to dab and everything and she can't even smoke anymore because her body cannot process it right anymore. Sure. So it just reacts badly. Like pets do. You cannot give pets THC because um, the way their body processes it, it makes their heart rate go super, super high. So an animal can actually, I think, like almost like have a heart attack so no hotboxing the room with your pet chilling next to you well i think um it also like depends on how big your animal is and everything like there's obviously like little dogs and stuff that get into your edibles and everything and they just get super uh -huh. sick 
super sick. Some have to go to the vet and stuff like that. So it's obviously not good for them, like chocolate. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I would think it would take a lot to kill them, but it's definitely not good for them. So and when I go into the dispensary and I see the picture of the dog, what is that? It's it's CBD. So it's pet CBD. CBD is like the counteractive of THC. CBD and THC both come from the cannabis plant. So, um, like I said, CBD is the opposite of THC pretty much. So, um, dogs are just taking stuff to help with like pain, um, stress relief, diseases and all that. A lot of dogs take it for arthritis and to just calm them down. Like a lot of people get it around 4th of July for fireworks and stuff. It really just helps calm them because it's like more of a body sensation than it is a mind sensation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Noted. Mm, Last question from Liz. Again, shout out Liz for interacting and responding and providing questions for this podcast we really appreciate you her last question is tips for having a better memory for stoners mm-hmm. oh and i think the uh, the thing with this is mm-hmm. whether sober or high i think we remember things most if we focus on what we're doing if we're paying attention to present time mm-hmm. remaining in the present moment not doing things out of like habit Exactly. But I asked I asked Des this a few days ago, and she had a pretty valid idea. What were you saying, Des? Uh, well, I think, like I said, everyone reacts different to THC. So a lot of people can function while using THC. And um, if you can function with it, I would just proceed with caution. But if you absolutely cannot function and you know it's going to impair your decision making and your memory then you should not smoke before you're trying to remember something and like with me i like taking like little micro doses of thc um like during a test or something because i'm a really anxious test taker so taking a little bit of thc will help ease my nerves and help ease my jitters so i can just get through the test calmly and I think it's also just a relaxing thing and a pain thing. Like, if you have pain issues during the day at work, like, people take a little bit of THC to just ease the pain and get through the day better. I feel you. Mm-hmm. I am one of those people. Yeah. I am a... You will catch me smoking a blunt before my shift. Most definitely. Bruh. And as we know, I got fired for having edibles on me, which is such a whack reason to fire me when they were literally for my manager. But whatever, (laughs) that's not, I'm not resentful (laughs) at all. My homegirl, Riley, who is an Aries, by the way. Shout out, Riley. I love you so much. I actually met Riley at band camp. (laughs) (laughs) One time at band camp, you know? (laughs) Uh, fuck. What happened at band camp, Cameron? (laughs) You know, nothing with her. My homegirl, she's funny. I actually introduced myself to the group that I was in as Beyonce. And so that whole weekend, the people around me were addressing me as Beyonce. And I think that put me on the not so heterosexual side so it was very you know not <laughs> as eventful <laughs> but anyway my homegirl asks thoughts on smoking weed increasing depression and anxiety symptoms and users under 25 and when i think of this question hold on let me take a hit i hope y'all are still smoking too when i think of this question 
I think of the way that our brain develops. And I know that our brain doesn't stop developing until about the age 25. That's when the prefrontal cortex kind of fully develops, if I'm not mistaken. So I can understand the use of any type of substance in excess. I can understand how that would have negative side effects, possibly side effects manifesting as depression or anxiety. And so I get that, but for me personally, as someone who's been smoking weed for, <laughs> bruh, since like 14, let's be, mm, let's be, let's be more realistic. Since like 16. No. Okay, whatever. Um, I've always found it helpful. I've always found it to be useful. It's something that works with me, not so much against me. Although others in my life may say the opposite. Personally, I see that it's had a tremendous assistance in my healing. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Um, what do I think? I started smoking when I was 18. So, um... For me, THC really reacts good with me, so I've never had, like, a, a huge issue with it. Um, but obviously, at a young age, too much of something is very bad for you. So, but on the medical aspect, a lot of parents now are using cannabis for their children who have, like, autism, epilepsy, and stuff like that, to instead of these pharmaceutical drugs. Because mm -hmm. pharmaceutical drugs don't always work. No, you. and we know what the fuck Big Pharma is about. Y'all can't. Yeah. So a lot of parents are switching to CBD, THC, because it really reacts and it's a good natural way to heal your body instead mm. of just using these chemical drugs. So, And so I think that is a really good aspect on the medical side. So, But yeah, recreationally, I don't think young children should use it i think they should wait until a later age that's why the legal limit is 21 yeah mm -hmm. riley also asks what our thoughts on e-cigs giving people mental metal poisoning well, what do you think about e-cigs in general them motherfuckers from the gas station <laughs> uh <coughs> i am an anti-cigarette person y'all so mm -hmm. I feel like these vapes and stuff and these e-cigarettes people get from the gas station are not really safe. Like... Like the little colored puff things, right? With yeah. the white tip and... Yeah. Obviously, they're not good for you. They have nicotine in them and stuff. And obviously, we're smoking a, a Dutch right now. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I would rather go to the club and get a cannabis vape. Or you can even just get a CBD vape. And it's, you're not getting high. You're just relaxing. Like you're looking for an e-cig to relax and get that little head change you mm -hmm. want. But you don't even get a head change with it. You just get a relaxing body feel. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's definitely alternate ways you can go instead of getting an e-cig. Because, yeah, e-cigs are not good for you. <laughs> Noted. I just be smoking the live resin pens when I mm -hmm. can. Those are my fave, for sure, when it mm -hmm. comes to any type of, like, 
vape yeah. it's not an actual blunt or exactly a joint. and obviously any type of smoking is not good for you yeah. i definitely would like to in the end switch over to completely just eating cannabis um but you know me i just like that some smoking we need your man to make a, little a little blunt with a little tequila you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying oh a little blunt with a little boffy a little coffee action a boffy little coffee girl a little wake and bake with some boffy and some blunt <sighs> and a mimosa okay oh, shit. <laughs> we going off track <laughs> bro i was gonna say you need your man to cook you up some can of dinner oh yeah michael guys Scorpio. Uh, Scorpio. So he's made me a infused butter poached lobster uh, with a uh, flamignon garlic butter mushroom sauce on top. And he used um, cannabis butter and it was the best thing. He dipped my whole lobster tail, y'all, in fucking cannabis butter and poached that bitch. Oh my gosh. It was magical. What a man. Oh, you knew I Jesus. threw some fucking lobster butter on them potatoes, too. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's luxury. Mm -hmm. My next question comes from my homegirl, Jakaya. Shout out Jakaya, by the way. She has a dope newsletter. It's a monthly newsletter. It's a monthly care package. Beautiful insight. Such an intelligent, vibrant soul. If you haven't tapped into that sphere of thinking you guys gotta go check her out her handle is jkyhcbll thank me later okay she asks what are our favorite strains to smoke now i am definitely not someone who <laughs> maybe maybe this is gonna sound bad i'm not someone who pays attention to what i'd be smoking because i'd be smoking with miss desiree and desiree be smoking that good good and i know if it's going in her lungs I, I could trust, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to think twice about it ever. Like, no. So she's going to take over. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Ooh, I got the uh, a couple months, y'all. I got this fucking chocolate orange strain from 710 Labs. Fucking yeah. so good. Yes. <clears throat> Amazing. Had like this beautiful purple color with the orange hairs. You already know. And honestly... My favorite these past couple years has been GMO. Yeah? Yeah. It stands for garlic mushroom onion, but it is actually a chem dog crossed with the Girl Scout cookies. Yay. So it's just like a heavy indica. That's just like that cushy, earthy, like... Knock you out type weed. Yeah, just savory taste I'm looking for, you know? Because mm. I like that cheesy, that savory, already know. I like mm. my fruity stuff, but you know, I can get down with the savory. I like him fruity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know you like a fruity. He likes that lilac diesel, that banjo. Give me, give me that head, mental stimulation. I do like me a sativa. Not gonna lie. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Especially before dancing, or even doing a reading. I'm not trying to get too body high because as a Taurus, if I get too much in my body, I'm not gonna move. I'm not even gonna want to shuffle the mm -hmm. deck. I'm not even gonna want to think. You know. So to be more sativa uppity. That's always my type of vibe. Mm -hmm. You know, on shrooms, we always smoke in sativa. Oh, so, facts. Yeah, we always bring that blue dream, Sheesh. that Tropicana cookies. Uh, and like and I said, you like that lilac diesel. The lilac diesel, baby. Whenever y'all smoke it or see it, think of me. And thank me later. Yes. Mm -hmm. Favorite strains to smoke before bed. 
Def.gmo, def.papaya, yeah. mm-hmm. for sure. Anything that gets me in my body. Mm, what are our favorite things to smoke out of? Blunts, what flavors, what brands, what can we recommend? I don't want to recommend anything, actually. But what do we like to smoke? What do we like? What do we use? You know what I'm saying? Like Cameron said the other day, we are a Dutch household. We are a Dutch household. That Irish fusion, though. My favorite. That creamy Irish fusion. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. I'll take two of them. Yeah. With everything. They also have a nice blue dream flavored wrap. Mm-hmm. I fucks with it. It's a blue pack. Uh, the other ones are kind of almost too maybe artificial for me. So I just stay away from those. I like something that's going to complement my weed well. And I feel like those two definitely do. Def. With mm-hmm. the coffee specifically. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. always banger. Always tastes good with tequila, like I said. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, What else? I do like pipes. It's convenient for my car. Mm -hmm. I like bongs if they're big. I'm not too big on small little shooters. That's not my favorite way to smoke. Yeah. I like to dab also. So probably definitely a rig. Can you explain everything dabbing? Because everything dabbing, you know, like Wait. like how you use the. Oh, I think yes, of course. Do you want to heat up one? Should we take one? It might be loud on there. You're right. Yeah, You're the right. torch might be loud, but I could definitely explain it. Explain. So you have your rig, y'all, which is which is basically like. You can get big rigs, so I can't really say mini bong, but it's it's basically a bong com- concept. But instead of putting a bowl in the downstem, you put a nail. And a nail is just basically like a glass bucket that you're going to put the wax into the middle of, right at the bottom on the bottom disc part. And what the torch is for is to heat up the bucket of the nail and you get it to a certain temperature around like seven to eight hundred degrees um and then you have to wait because you don't want to take your dab too hot it's gonna burn your lungs burn your throat and you will die you will die a painful death Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you wait until you can time it usually you could time it you wait about one to two minutes um depending on how thick your nail is and then you can even get a little measuring, a heat measure that's called like a dab right, or you can just even get a heat gun. People get bougie with it. And you wait till it's about, I like to go between 450 and 500. That's a good temp for me because I do have sensitive lungs. So definitely a lower temp is great. And then you put it on the bottom of the disc and it melts on the bottom. And then you put what is called a carb cap on top. And this is either a glass or silicone object. And it's just like a little ball. And usually it has like a hole on top for suction. Kind of like a carb on your pipe. And so you'll put this on top of your nail. And it helps the wax move throughout the nail and melt. And then it gives your suction kind of like a bong. So you'll start hitting it and it'll melt. And then when you're done, you just pull the carb cap and suck all of it. And then, yeah. That's your, that's your smoke? Mm-hmm. And then you also have to wait for your nail after that to cool down a little bit, usually under 200 degrees. And then you should clean it with a Q-tip and ISO to get all the wax residents out a little bit. 
and then when you heat it up again your nail will get a little black on the bottom that's just from the leftover wax melting off and then you have to make sure you get all the black off when you heat it up again because then your nail is clean beautiful bang bang boom it sounds like a lot y'all sorry <laughs> <laughs> you explained it we'll do a youtube video we'll do a youtube video i'll make cameron take a dab uh, and he will die a slow and painful death dude honestly funny story i went to this house party in the fucking cuts of modesto one time with my best friend that i met in dance shout out amara she's an aries so funny gosh this story is honestly horrific i went to this house party i had been drinking day drinking towards the end of the night i go to the garage and i see this guy has a 12 foot 12 foot 12 inch piece and they're all oh, taking dabs. Oh, I was going to say, what did he have? Can't be <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was giving everyone dabs and I think I went over there a little too obnoxiously. I was pretty drunk. By the time it was my turn to take a dab, they snaked me, gave me a full gram. That's right. No. As soon as I took that dab, I looked at my homegirl, gate threw up the peace yeah, sign. Sayonara, baby. Walked out. I ended up throwing up in front of the house. I walked a few houses down the block. Ended up throwing in front of another house. I crossed the street and I went into another neighborhood because I was so embarrassed. And then I threw up over there. And then I came back, lost my sunglasses. Don't remember much about the rest of the night. A little traumatized. It's a good night the, then. A, a little traumatized. That's so. I hate to get that messy. I hate to get. Hey, you're in the Dabber Club, bro. Oh, you took a steak. That was horrible. That's, that's right. A, that's a traumatizing memory for sure. Oh, which goes with Jakaya's next question, which is talking about our favorite memories of being high. Yeah, I don't think that's my favorite memory, but that's definitely a memory that sticks out. And I just know it's because I was belligerently high. Like, Wow, that dab really scarred me. Even to this day, I refrain from taking a big dab. I'm cool. I'm real cool mm -hmm. off it. A good memory, though. Desiree, help me out here. A good memory. <laughs> a good memory one time. I fucking... The first time I took edibles. Yeah? I took a 250 milligram Karova cookie. If y'all <laughs> okay. remember Karova... Them OGs. They Them be OG hitting, packs. right? They be hitting. I took it all at once, right? First time taking edible. And I had some of my friends black bar from Krova, which is a thousand milligram brownie. So Holy I ate shit. a bite of that. <clears throat> so it didn't hit me, you guys, for four hours. I didn't think it was going to hit me. And then all of a sudden I got hit by a wave. And I was on my bed. Like when the shrimp's hit? Yeah, I was on my bed, though, and, like, holding my knees to my chest and rocking back and forth, begging God to make it stop. Oh, my I was gosh. that high. The first time I've been, like, just way too high. And ever since then, edibles don't hit the same. But it's okay. It was a ride. <laughs> Only need it once. That's it. <laughs> Fuck, you're crazy. You're crazy. A crazy memory that I have being high... <laughs> fuck again not the best memory but definitely sticks out in my head when i went to go see janae aiko live i had bought a meet and greet vip ticket i thought i was gonna go to this concert with two friends a leo and a cancer 
They ended up going by themselves. I ended up going alone. Like they ended up going together. I ended up going alone. And I was so kind of upset that I was alone that I had rolled I think four king size joints before the concert. This was at the Catalyst in Santa Cruz. And I was wearing a really fucking cute outfit. Ah, gosh. Every, every dramatic moment in my life I can remember because of what I was wearing. Because my looks just be so on fire. You know what I'm saying? But I remember I had smoked a king size joint in line for the meet and greet or for the early entrance. I had smoked a joint during the opener, which was Willow, mm. Willow Smith. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! Wait a minute! <laughs> I think I left my conscience. Hey, hey, hey! Oh my gosh! Shout out Willow. That was yes. an amazing moment. Definitely was smoking through that. Mm, then Janae came on, and this was during her trip album tour. Shit. And I had smoked another. I was smoking another king size joint and her song there's this fuck i can't remember the title of the song but it's like somewhere in the middle of the album talks about psychedelics it sounds like a really trippy song like everything in the catalyst just went dark and there was this really dark orange underglow and i just remember i looked at the people around me i was in the very front row like janae Aika was right in front of me fuck <sighs> I just fall in half. I knock, I like pass out and fall over the barricade right in front of me. And the security picks me up. I remember I had a ton of coins in my pocket. So as soon as I fell over, all I remember hearing is all the coins just fall on the floor. <laughs> and there were four guys carrying me. There was like one holding my, like each limb, literally. I remember they took me to the back of the stage right behind the catalyst there's that opening that's caged in they threw me back there and i remember when i came back to conscious you know like mm -hmm. awareness willow was like sitting in the fucking area with her friends and everyone was just looking at me so sideways like what the fuck is wrong with this dude and i remember being so embarrassed because i was like <laughs> back there but they were i was waiting because they i needed water and so someone ran to go get me a water and i'm just standing there like fuck don't don't look at me but uh, after the security brings me the water he tells me that i have to go re-enter the concert from the entrance in the front so mm -hmm. i finished the concert from the very back of the audience but that was my night after the vip meeting like the meeting janaika was mm -hmm. after the concert Did so i went through all, yeah I, I have a picture on instagram and we look so cute together did she say anything I wish I had spoken to her more. I think I was in so much shock at oh, yeah. how my night had went that I remember my brief interaction with her was us complimenting each other's outfits, me telling her that she was adorable as fuck, so cute, and then her telling me that she loved what I was wearing and how, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, how it felt and like the energy that was, you know, like as soon as you meet someone, first impressions are so big. It was kind of just like, uh, I could tell the last people weren't so bright mm -hmm. so when i walk in there i'm just like oh my gosh i'm here by myself like yo yeah. it's been a night what's good mm -hmm. it was really fun but i had wished i had asked her more and made it more of a personal moment because after i like fangirled a bit we took our picture super stoked i just looked at her like kind of held her hands gave her a hug and then i walked away 
you know kind of like pictures done yeah you did what you needed to do mm-hmm. but it's like you don't want to take up a lot of their time yeah but at the same time you need to know me really <laughs> there are things we can do <laughs> whatever it was memorable for fucking sure you got any fucking memories at the top of your head fuck so one time I was at my friend's house. We were smoking in the backyard. She got this fucking weed from her neighbor. She was fucking across the street. Okay. And I guess he grew for a club or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know, right? So we smoked this weed out of her pipe in the backyard. And you guys, I never have this reaction to weed. I was in her kitchen after that, making us mac and cheese, right? And she's in her living room, picking out a fucking Netflix show or something. And all of a sudden... My stomach drops. I get super nauseous. And I know when I'm about to pass out. I was like, oh shit. So my stomach drops. My vision goes super blurry. And I just remember just running for the couch. Because I knew where the couch was. In the living room. And I just jumped on the couch. And I was out. Like knocked out. From this fucking little bowl of weed. I didn't know what the fuck was in that weed. Don't get weed from your neighbors, (laughs) y'all. Unless you can absolutely trust them. Um, Yeah, so, and then I got up, and her ass was cleaning up coffee from the floor because I knocked over a cup of coffee on the uh, living room table because I just went for the couch. And she was like, motherfucking Dez. I was like, gang, gang. (laughs) You give me that shit, this is what you get. Yeah. This is actually your fault. Karma. (laughs) (laughs) Dangerous. My homegirl, Jakaya, also asks, what are our thoughts on recreational versus medicinal? And what we think about the government's involvement in the industry. Homegirl, you're the one who works at a dispensary. I'm gonna let you handle. Well, the government is listening right now. I know. I'm being mindful, but y'all some fuck-asses. <laughs> fuck the government you all listening right now fuck you um i just uh, weed pre-legalization was just such a vibe mm-hmm. uh, and the, it's like the buying of it was such a vibe the quality of it was such a vibe and the culture mm-hmm. the friendliness the exactly. community mm, not that it's not thriving in its own beautiful new ways now it's just different yes um, I think in a little bit of ways it's good just for everything, all the products coming into the cannabis clubs are lab tested and are regulated enough to, you know, what you're getting in the product and you know, it's not going to be harmful. Mm-hmm. That's what we didn't have on the black market. You never know what you're getting. I like I just said, I just passed out from a bowl of weed you got from your neighbor who said True. he was going for a club. So you never know what you're buying on the streets. Um, but the government has taxed it way too much. Mm-hmm. They charge too much for everything. Licenses, permits, Talk about it. everything. They made it so difficult for the little farmers and the OGs and everyone to keep all their plants because it's so much money now. Everyone mm-hmm. is just either dying out or going turning to corporate um, organizations. Mm -hmm. that aren't really 
it's kind of like a big packaging plant compared to like a home like a home farmer mm-hmm. you know it's like that's not what we want we want the home farmers, home farmers the ogs the real people who have been doing it who deserve it mm-hmm. you know so yeah the government fucking sucks fucking sucks they're just trying to make money mm-hmm. beans do, do i think that the because it's legal now in certain states it should be legal throughout the united states yeah i do think mm-hmm. so yeah because it's not to have people in jail over marijuana is one of the stupidest things in the world okay. exactly it is state legal it's not federally legal yeah that's why it's not uh countrywide which freaking sucks and um a lot of cannabis country cannabis companies are actually canadian owned mm. um because what does this mean? um so when you're canadian owned you can like use banks and stuff like that okay uh so a lot of us, like, I get paid in cash uh-huh. because we do not have a bank because we're not federally legal. So they can't process through a bank because it's not federally legal. Oh, so we get all, we do everything cash. Damn. Mm-hmm. Everything. I know, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So the government has made it just so hard. Mm-hmm. But um, medical versus recreational. Um, I think both are really good. Obviously, you just make people more... Um, I can't even think right now. Maybe aware of the two? Yeah. Uh, not aware of the two. You just make it more available for people. Mm-hmm. So, like, people who can't go and get their medical card for um, can, like, just get it rec- recreationally with their ID and stuff like that. So, that's good. Um so funny when i was 18 and i wanted to go into a marijuana dispensary i actually got my weed card through an app and i had a zoom call with that i took in your backyard bro we were smoking a blunt i was smoking a blunt on this zoom call with this quote-unquote doctor and he said that he answered the phone and he's like oh you're already familiar with marijuana cool i'm glad (laughs) Made this easy for me. Basically, just said he needed to confirm my face with my ID, and that was done. So, yeah. Yeah. Pretty fun, pretty easy process. Mm-hmm. And the difference between recreational, recreational, you can only get a certain amount. Okay. If you have like your medical card, you can get a lot more. And then if you have your state medical card, you can get your taxes exempt. Oh. So if you go through a state-issued website and go through your doctor and stuff to get your state card. It's a lot harder to get your state card. You don't have to pay taxes. Gotcha. That's why a lot of people just go through third-party doctor because it's a lot easier, like that guy on the iPad. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Mm -hmm. What are our favorite places to smoke? Well... Take me to the beach. My heart is at the beach, Mm -hmm. bro. The beach that I'd be posting on my Instagram, y'all know. Y'all know the one. It's at a disclosed location near Mm -hmm. Monterey, California. That's all I got to say. The Central Coast is something fucking else, bro. Right. It's so serene, so beautiful. The sand is so, like, this beautiful tan white, and it's always so soft. And when we go, there's never a lot of people around. The weather is always perfect. The sun knows where to find us. Okay? Yes. It's a blessed spot. That's Mm -hmm. definitely one of my favorite spots Mm -hmm. to smoke. 
basically anywhere outdoors. We yeah. go hiking often, Santa Cruz Mountains, Aptos, you know the vibes. Mm -hmm. It's fun, Fremont yes. Peak. Yeah, exactly. Anywhere with a good view. Mm -hmm. Outside. <laughs> I do love a hot box moment though. Oh yeah. A, a nice burn cruise, y'all. Oh my God. Good shit. Mm -hmm. mm, Jakaya also asks for tips on getting a job at a dispensary. Tips on getting a job at a dispensary. Um, well, I would just ask for customer service experience, obviously, and just knowledge on the product you're selling. Um, we look at it more as a medical aspect, okay. so and not recreational use. So you have to know your CBD to THC ratios. You have to know how tinctures and topicals help medical patients and how uh, flour helps medical patients, cartridges, concentrates, everything. So people with cancer, people with anxiety, depression, all that, they're going to be coming in with their symptoms and you have to know the right product to give them for these symptoms. If you give them the wrong thing, it could totally counteract what they have and it could give them a really bad reaction. Mm -hmm. So you have to know what you're giving them. Mm -hmm. I would just suggest, yes, knowing the weights too of flour, eights, quarters, half ounce, full ounce, pounds. Gotcha. Yes, sativa, hybrid, indica, the differences on how it reacts to your body. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just basic knowledge. Mm -hmm. That was beautiful. Mm -hmm. She also talks about, she also asks, I should say, how to go about opening a dispensary. Maybe tips on that process. I know that you, you said there was a specific structure in which growers have to yeah. go about. Yeah, it is a long process. Um, like I said, the government has made it really difficult for people to stay afloat because of all these regulations. Um, you have to have permits, you have to have licenses that are a good amount of money. And then um, you have to have a distributor's license to be able to distribute your product. And then um, you also have to have a bunch of um, notes on your boxes of your products to say the regulations and everything because that's how the government tracks the product is all the information on your box so we have a list at our store of 10 things that have to be on the product package for us to accept it okay. and we have to check for all those things and each product comes with its own tag and three pieces of paper that come with it to help us to help the government track it so you have to be able to give the club all of that and be able to track all of that. We also have to keep all of our records for seven years. So we have a bunch of paper copies in the back of all of our records because you have to keep it. If you The DCC can come in and audit you. I think it's the DCC. They change their name all the time. DDC? I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. DC, <laughs> Destiny's Child. Yeah, dude. <laughs> You want a notable? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying y'all can't do it. It's possible. You just gotta jump through some hoops. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Mm, relationships with dispensary growers. How to become a grower. What do you think about... Oh. I'm reading this as 
separate than what it's supposed to be. Sorry, uh, I'm definitely high. Okay. She asks to talk about how you source your weed. Which I guess would go with the regulations and all that, right? Mm, okay, and then furthermore, she asks what the relationships with the dispensaries between the growers is like. How did you go uh, about that? Do, do the growers have to reach out to the dispensaries and be like, hey, this is our product. This is what we test out. Yeah, so usually a um, cannabis corporation will contact us and they contact our purchasing managers with like our, their menus and stuff and then we'll decide if we want to purchase their menu or try out their product. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they'll send us samples first and like they'll let the bud tenders and other employees try them out, mm. take them home, try them, come back with a solid um, conclusion. There we go. <laughs> I'm fucking high too, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, that's how you just, like, marketing. It's basically marketing. Gotcha. It's basically, like, a retail job. You're selling your product, so you have to reach out. And, like I said, you have to have all this stuff on your product to for us to accept it. So if you do send us stuff that is messed up more than a couple of times, usually they will strain away from doing business with you again because we like stuff that we could just check in and everything be... Perfect, yeah. because we are moving really fast. We have a lot of product and a lot of stuff constantly coming in, going out. So we're on the move. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Shout out, Jakaya, for all those fire questions. You are mm -hmm. the best. I love you so much. Again, check her out. She's an amazing artist. Now, my homegirl, Erica, Gemini Energy, for sure. I know with this one, maybe even some Taurus Energy, too. Fuck. She asks, what our thoughts on edibles are? Favorites? What do we think of these new low doses? I think they whack as fuck. I missed the fucking 250. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My favorite edibles from the dispensary, I think the most common one that I get would be those Camino, the small gummies. Mm -hmm banger go-to's always especially if i'm taking like a long trip yeah especially mm -hmm. if i'm gonna be in a car with other people yeah yeah oh yeah mm -hmm. what about you uh well i obviously have a huge tolerance so i like the higher dosage you know yeah but i feel like the regulated <clears throat> amount is a good average for like the average THC consumer because a lot of people need the five to ten milligram like i said a lot of people are taking these for medical reasons to sleep to ease their anxiety, depression during the day. So they just need those little five to 10 micro doses. And 100 milligrams is like usually last um, one of our regular customers about like a week or so, two weeks. And then they come back like semi-annually or every week. Mm -hmm. So, but I do feel like, you know, for like the more high tolerance people, we do need some bangers. So I feel like it could go up a little bit, but we do have like tinctures and syrups and cannabis butter that are 1,000 milligrams that you could get. So you could definitely take them home and make your own edibles. Mm -hmm. Or the syrups, you can just put any in any soda. And I just drink them. They're so good. They're just <laughs> blue raspberry, strawberry, pineapple, just okay. fruit flavors. So make a little Italian soda, you know what I'm saying? Sheesh. Sheesh. Yeah, I'm 
no, put sorry. a little white claw. Oh. A cocktail. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my homegirl, makeup by Angel. Girl, I love you. You're so cute. She asks, how much do we smoke a day? I say... I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do like to smoke a blunt on my walks or a joint when I go on my walks. Um, I'd be walking for over an hour daily is the goal. If not, we're hiking or dancing or I'm doing some shit, you know? Mm -hmm. I do not trip if I don't smoke throughout the day. Let's say I'm super busy and there's just too much on the to-do list, too many errands, too many, you know, we got places to be, people to see. I don't need to smoke and I'm cool off that. Mm -hmm. But I do think smoking is a luxury that I- Indulge. In daily. Cause we love the luxuries. Yes, baby. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see, how much do I smoke? Like like Cameron, if I'm super busy throughout the day or I'm just doing a ton of stuff, I'm way too tired, I will not smoke. Um, and also when I'm sick, I get really bad migraines. I've had four concussions from soccer. Holy shit. So when I have headaches, they'll last for days, so I will not smoke. And I definitely don't need to smoke to eat or anything like that. Uh -huh. um, some people do take cannabis to eat. CBG, y'all, if oh, you CBG. need to... Um, CBD is another byproduct of the cannabis plant. It's um, off CBD, so it helps with your digestion, your ingestion, and it really brings up your appetite. If you need an appetite, y'all, CBG. We have these um, edibles at the club. Uh -huh. They are wild pear, and they have a good amount of CBG in them. Okay. So they're really good for cancer patients who are going through chemo who don't have an appetite. So they'll eat those because you can't smoke either. So CBG, y'all. Noted. Mm -hmm. Love you. My homegirl, Nora. Yo, Nora Hauntis. Girl, you are a fucking angel. You are the best. She's a Taurus. I love her so much. She's just so banger. Her content is so banger. Her makeup is so banger, so flawless. Bruh, check her out on TikTok, please. Again, Nora Hauntis on the gram. Yo, that's my girl, okay? I gotta take a moment to put her on real quick. She's just so, she gets it, okay? The playlist that her and Jakaya be making, y'all gotta keep an eye out for that duo. That's some danger, that's some heat. You know what I'm saying? Her question for us, and by the way, this is our last question. We love you guys so much. Thank you for joining us in this space. It has been so cool to invite you and what our minds are like. Oh my gosh. Uh, my homegirl, Maddie, your question, you know, as much as I love it, I think it's a little too vulgar for this space, but the answer is doggy. Okay, baby? I love you so much. Doggy, nope. <laughs> uh, and I think Mikey appreciates me not saying anything. Nora's question, how do you counteract paranoia when you smoke? I think I feel free. You know, if I'm gonna be smoking, I'm not, no one's checking for me. I don't have anyone to address to. I don't really fear anything, nothing but, you know, nothing to fear but God himself. And that's out of respect, you know, I love mm. the divine. I don't, at least at this point in my life, I don't really get paranoid. The feeling of weed, the feeling of being high doesn't really ever make me into a paranoid, freaked out state. If I'm with people who I don't want to be around, if I'm in a social setting where people are sus or I just feel 
out of place, then of course I get a little socially anxious because I'm just like, fuck, honestly, I just don't even want to be here because mm -hmm. it's not doing it for me. Yeah. But aside from that, I don't, I don't know how I would counteract paranoia. Maybe drink more water. Maybe it's a sign of too much dehydration. Smoking does require you to be hydrated, baby. You do need to be ingesting those liquids. If not for the lungs, do it for the skin. Clear up mm -hmm. your skin, baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do you think about? Um, a lot of people counteract paranoia when they smoke with CBD. Mm. So a lot of people put a little bit of CBD in there because it is the counteractant. Mm -hmm. So it'll just help you have a very smooth high. And then... Um, a lot of people with anxiety problems tend to stay away from like sativa strains because it'll get you a little bit more jittery, a little bit more angst. Mm -hmm. Um, so definitely more of a hybrid or indica, definitely. And then just be in the right mindset and in the right setting. If you know you're going to be paranoid, like you said, in big groups, do it alone. Go outside where you have fresh air. I feel like when you're inside, I definitely get claustrophobic. And there is not fresh air. You Facts. just need to... I would just stop for a sec. Take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. Do a deep breath. And like you said, water. And just think like, I can get through this. That's what I tell myself. I'm like, I can get through this. When I'm hitting that wave on the fucking mixy mix on the tequila and the blunts <laughs> you already know just take that deep breath yo it be those bathroom conversations when you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're saying bitch you better get your shit together because mm -hmm. you are not going to act a fool tonight you yeah. are looking fabulous and you are going to remain composed now get mm -hmm. your shit together go out there because you have a performance to put on yes it's those conversations mm -hmm. baby and if you can't breathe baby hands over your head Hands over your head. <laughs> Hands over your head. You heard it here. And through the nose, out through the mouth. Uh-huh. We rolling up another blunt, a little mm -hmm. bleat action. We still on this ethnic techno vibe. Yo, awesome. shout out Cafe D'Anatolia. Ethnic house music selection three. <laughs> 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 this has been a great conversation with my homegirl Des again thank you so much I love you so much fuck yes y'all we've been smoking together for years mm -hmm. I had my first dab with this girl I'm pretty sure I had my first blunt with this girl no she was at the party that I was at when I had my first shot let's just say ride or die yo I she tripped shrooms for the first time with me oh yeah and that was the day that I recorded that podcast episode mm -hmm. about me and Monterey don't gotta get too specific cause y'all mm -hmm. know the rest oh yeah Shout out the international listeners. I love you so much. Shout out to everyone who supports me on Instagram. We love you so, so, so much. Until next time, it's your boy. I love you. Love you. We out. Out. You know what? I just have one last thing to say. If I am high, the playlist that is bumping most definitely has some Nicki motherfucking menage, okay? That Sagittarian energy up mm. in this bitch. I just had to show respect to the one and only. Yeah. The fucking rap legend. Fuck yeah. The Barbie Tings queen. Oh yeah. Bitch, bruh. Nicki Minaj, Nicki Lewinsky. Bruh, pull up in the fucking Sri Lanka. You already know, bitch. Yes, I am a Nicki fan. Mm -hmm. That just needs to be documented publicly for the rest of eternity. Love you all so much, deuces. Bruh, 
I love you some Nikki. Yeah.